When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Wendy. And welcome to the Toasted Toasted Marshmallow Marshmallow Adventures Podcast. Podcast. Tonight in studio, we have comedian Jake Martin with us. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Yes, thank you so much. (laughs) Um, And there are headphones for you right there. Let's talk first a little bit how we met because um, I started kind of uh, chatting with each other. Yeah, it was uh, when we had, was it Eugene? Basham yeah. on yeah. Eugene Basham. He yeah, had mm-hmm. told me about your guys's podcast oh, cool. at a show the night before you had him on. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, because some other comedians, uh, they actually got stuck in like a storm out of town. as Nate Ford oh. and uh, Emmanuel Vera, and right. then so they contacted me to fill in for him so that the audience, you know, would have oh, enough nice. comedians for the show. And then Eugene was talking to me backstage about your guys' podcast oh. and how you were on it the next day. And thank oh, you, awesome. Eugene. Yes, thank you. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, you so you actually you and Nate Ford were uh, on the chat during that one, and uh, you guys are both commenting. Yeah, and, yeah. And that was then fun. I was like, okay, I think I've seen the name Jake Martin around, but I actually I haven't seen you do a set or no, anything like that not yet. yet. So we we'll have to do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, do, I try to do uh, as many open mics as I can, and now mm-hmm. Boise has five open mics a week. Oh wow! wow. But then, I know you're missing one. Yeah, Thank that's you. probably where Nate Ford Thank is right so now. Much. Yeah, Katie <laughs> McKnight's hosting it, so yeah, he's definitely there. But the cool thing about this podcast is, if you don't watch it live, you could just watch exactly. it afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, what what mic is tonight? It's a uh, Craft Brewers of Boise. On oh, okay. it's four twenty North Orchard. Nice is the address. There. North Orchard. <laughs> yeah, I saw Nate's post. He was like, this is good for the weed smokers or something, the 420. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've never been there. No, to Craft Brewers, Mm -hmm. no. We've been to Mad Sweet and Lounge at the end of the Universe a lot because we're their official podcast there. Um, So, uh, yeah, that's kind of our spot. And Crescent. What's that? Oh, the Crescent Brewery yeah. here in Nampa. Yeah. yeah. Before the pandemic hit, we started going uh, to the open mics there like every Monday. That was fun. That's yeah. when I was still not going. I'm uh, not going back. I hadn't gone back to work yet. From? From my surgeries. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, what what did you have surgery for? Oh, geez. <laughs> it was yeah. uh, uh, basically 2019, my uh, colon burst on me. 
Oh, that's um, terrible. I ended up with an ostomy bag for 10 months. And then so beginning of 2020. Had two. Yeah, I, I actually had two yeah. stomas because um, shit got failed. really fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Eight surgeries. He was completely sedated for a week. Yeah. Yeah, it was horrific. Oh, wow. Eight oh, surgeries. Yeah. So I heard on another podcast that you were talking about being in the hospital for a long time. Yeah. But I wasn't sure the extent that's of it. That's what that was. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, we had just started this and we had like some momentum and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this massive crash where like Chris is. I mean, he was close to death. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. were coming out and telling me, like, we don't know. Basically, I had shit leaking inside of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was well, you look real healthy. Yeah. yeah. So oh, thank you. Full yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. Whenever you go through something like that, it kind of gives you a new, like, yeah. um, for life. And for yeah. To definitely. Do stuff, I so. would say, uh, yeah, that it has changed me. Definitely. Yeah. So. You never, he never used to be able to shed a tear. And now, oh, I'm he's like, about. what? And his eyes, I was like, what's that? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, yeah. so since you mentioned that, let's talk about the scab story real quick. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay so it, uh, his stomach is very screwed up. There are it's massive scars. And, yeah. Massive. Yeah. I can imagine so, eight surgeries. Yeah, out. there's an, a massive scar in the middle that was super deep and he it had basically to, growing new skin had to there. like build Ooh, yeah. up like skin over months almost to a year and so when that scab finally fell off i was like i'm keeping this this is like <laughs> yeah. i gotta remember this and he was like he didn't say much about it like it wasn't a big deal and then like several months later, I thought I lost the scab, and oh. he cried twice. <laughs> He's like, "I oh. think I lost your scab," and I like, sir, I cried yeah, the scab. And then that's I found the scab. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> found it wasn't lost. <laughs> so I put it in a bag and marked Jeez. it, and I was like, "Oh Well, my that's God. a big thing to have gone through. Like people save screws and stuff. That's, yeah, that's true. Surgeries and, yeah, yeah. He's like, I can't believe I've cried about a scab. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, scab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it took you months to build it. I Anything know, that exactly. takes you months, months to build, no matter what it is, yeah, you can be proud exactly. of it. <laughs> oh so God. in our bathroom, <laughs> there's a little baggie. Yeah. You had to get like one of those uh, gelatinous jars yeah, and put it in there exactly. so it could be preserved. The scab. You know, maybe put oh. some backlighting on it. Yeah. It'd be so a conversation piece be, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so... Did you, uh, when's the last mic you did? Was that last week then? Uh, yeah, I was actually going to go, there's one uh, on Tuesday night, so I was going to go to one last night, but my dog just had puppies last night. Okay, so it oh, was man. your dog. That was dog. current time. Yeah, because yeah. Chris asked me, did his dog have puppies? And I said, yeah. I don't know if that was his dog or he shared something. Or Yeah, so that's okay. that's my dog. She had nine puppies last oh night. Gosh. Wow, what kind of dog yeah. is she? Uh, she's a German Shepherd. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah, and then the male is also a German Shepherd. It was also my dog. So oh, wow. now we're just uh, taking care of them for a while and uh, trying to decide how many of them we can keep. Because <laughs> yeah. I want to keep all of them, but oh. my wife is <laughs> probably watching right now. She wants us to keep maybe one. Um, yeah, I think we did have one, Is it right Brandy here? Martin? Oh, that's my uh, sister. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. Dana Whitworth Webster. Oh, that's my grandma. Lin- oh, Lindsay Martz. Yeah, that's my wife. Hey, Lindsay. Oh, okay, awesome. awesome. So thank you for uh, to everyone who's watching. Yeah. Uh, feel free to ask, ask questions question. in the chat um, there on Facebook, and we'll um, ask Jake those questions. 
Awesome. I'll put on my reading glasses so I can see them. So the last <laughs> mic I did, since I couldn't do the Tuesday one, it was uh, Monday. I did a Mad Swede one. They do it at uh, South Cole Road. Oh, at, oh okay. The Mad Swede we South. We haven't been into yeah. that one, have No, we? we've just been in the downtown one so far. pretty similar? Uh, it's, a, it's, it's actually a completely different environment. Uh, the downtown mm. one is like a big show, and they kind of put it on like uh, – more of like a comedy club style, you know, right. and uh, there's usually like 20, 25 comics at the Saturday night one, and it's after a comedy show. Oh, okay. So there's an audience there from that, or at least, you know, people going there to support comedy, right. you know, because they have like a big following at the downtown one. And the Monday one used to be like the longest, I think it is the longest running open mic in Boise. Oh, that's cool. Mm. But they shut it down for a little while because of the pandemic. Yeah. And then so... Also, it it isn't set up as much like a, a theater type environment. It's in a it's in the brewery where they make all the Mad Swede beer, oh. so it's more of like a bar environment. Uh-huh. You know? mm-hmm. But it's pretty cool because you get uh, you're not up on quite as big of a stage. There's not as much lights, so you're kind of eye to eye with the audience. Oh, you can yeah. do more crowd work stuff. Oh and, yeah. Um, are you big on crowd work? Uh, I've actually been trying to get more into it. Because, How do you do that? Uh, just start? Just try? Yeah, pretty much. I I, I uh, watch a lot of different comedians, and then I see how they interact. And then there's, to me, I think there's two different types of crowd work. There's crowd work where you're trying to get your material to the audience by asking them a question similar to your material. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, how long have you been married? And, and then, then go, you go into... Yeah. yeah, yeah, marriage material or mm. dating material, or are you guys celebrating a birthday? And then you, oh, yeah. I, I just celebrated this yeah. birthday or whatever. And then there's crowd work where you're just having a conversation, right? Mm. And that's the hardest kind because it's unpredictable. Right. You don't know how the conversation is yeah. going to go. So I've been trying to get more into that, but uh, so then, so the the idea is you ask us a question, we respond, you riff off our response or somehow yeah or just you know kind of if if you're funny in person and make your friends laugh and make people laugh that you just met then you kind of try to do that atmosphere but in front of a bunch yeah yeah because it comes off differently you know there's there's riffing where you're acting like you're riffing but the material's repeated you know you've written it down a few lines and then you riff the rest of the set right and then there's riffing where it's just like totally off the cuff conversation and you're just seeing where it's going you know which is the most uh scary one because you can't practice it unless you're on the stage yeah yeah. with strangers isn't uh part of crowd work also trying to get the energy back sometimes yeah definitely or especially if something's going on at the show or like one person's being obnoxious or you know people had to leave target them and well or or just you know mentioning the elephant in the room right because like if everyone's distracted by something you got to bring all the eyes back to the stage and kind of pump it back up and get them back into the jokes because comedy is it's about timing a lot but it's also you have to pay attention to the beginning and the end of it if if you tune into a netflix special and it's halfway through and you're gonna miss all the callbacks you know which are the funniest laughs because he's talking about jokes that you didn't hear yeah so if you're distracted for half the show then all the big punch lines are only little ones because you didn't hear the beginning jokes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely and how long have you been doing comedy for i've 
actually only been doing it since September of last year. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, you cool. just started. Okay. And so. What and now, made you decide? Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. crazy. Because so, he occasionally talks about it. Yeah. But and, then realizes he's terrified. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, and also a bad writer. <laughs> so, I'll admit that, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so it was weird for me deciding to do it because I've always loved comedy, but I kind of, I guess, like put it on a pedestal or something because I didn't realize that open mics was how you did it. Like you could just go to an open mic and they'd let you try it. And then if you did bad, the only consequence is that you did bad. Right. I didn't realize that was like the way into it until I started watching uh Tony Hinchcliffe's podcast, Kill yes. Tony. Yes, yes. Yeah. We've yeah. been there twice. Yeah. Right? And they came to Boise. Is that the one that you yeah. said? No, I didn't go to that and one. And they got up on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw their podcast, the video crazy. of it. Yeah. yeah. That was before we knew we Nate. We didn't even know Nate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nate <laughs> definitely did the best <laughs> on that. Episode. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, and I seen in the comments on that YouTube video that a bunch of people from the Kill Tony Reddit thread were saying that Nate should have been a regular on the show. Oh, from doing oh wow. That's cool. Oh, and that'd be. Huge. But yeah. I've always wanted to do Kill Tony, so I turned 30 last year, mm-hmm. and I had recently started watching Kill Tony and realized that you could just anyone can do it if you just get pulled out of a bucket. Yeah. yeah. So I decided I was going to do it for my 30th birthday, and then I uh, Did you? was like, I don't want to do it just that's my first set. I'm going to start doing some open mics. Mm-hmm. So I did my first open mic on 9/11. Oh wow! And then I I did. Okay, you know, it's your first time. Yeah. But the com- it was at Craft Brewers, the the mm. uh, mic that's tonight. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who was hosting that asked me if I would go to the Mad Swede because they used to do the Craft Brewers one on Saturday right before the late night one. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, you did really good. You should bring it down there. Mm-hmm. It's a bigger crowd, you know. You'll do good down there. And they do, like, the competition thing where – they bring the best comics up. You get to compete and do one minute of improv comedy for the bucket mm-hmm. or whatever. I got to, I didn't win the bucket, but I got up to the oh, last wow. three comics of the night or whatever yeah. on the first night that I tried it. Oh, so I got like this big, oh, I'm really into this feeling and all this yeah. energy. Yeah. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, and I yeah. kind of fell in love with that like crowd energy, laughing yeah. feeling, yeah. you know. And I uh, started doing open mics as much as I could. We had some different family stuff go on, and we had uh, uh, my mother-in-law passed away, unfortunately, and we uh, made some changes in the way that we've been planning our lives and spending Mm -hmm. more time with the kids, more time with the family, and Mm -hmm. more time at home and stuff, so I I never uh, went to do the Kill Tony thing, but I do all these open mics all the time, and I started getting booked for shows, and so now I'm working on, instead of one minute, a headlining set. <laughs> wow, awesome! Yeah, and so is Kill Tony still an option? A yeah, thought? definitely. Mm-hmm. But now I just, you're going to. Austin. I just had originally planned to like practice a couple times to get yeah. a good solid minute, and then yeah. try a minute down there, and then see where it goes. And then immediately was like, oh, I can do a lot wow. more time than this, and mm-hmm. I I really enjoy writing comedy. If I could figure out how to get all my writing on the stage as fast as I come up with it, I'd have a lot more material. Yeah. yeah. So do you film your sets? Uh, I do film a lot of sets, yeah. yeah. Uh, if if I'm trying to work something out in open mic, I always record it. Mm-hmm. I don't always necessarily film mm-hmm. it, but I, I'll put it uh, my phone on record, put it in my say. pocket, yeah. or, you know, anything so that I can listen to it again and, yeah. and figure out, you know, 
how could I do this better or what, what worked the yeah. best. And then, you know, if you, if you're not doing everything, even if you write it out, if you're not doing everything verbatim, you kind of switch it up each time, mm-hmm. then you see how different things work and how they work on different crowds. And if you're listening back to your sets, then you can know, okay, this one's the best one out of those three times I tried it. I'm yeah. going to do it this way every time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, your grandma said, I'm so very proud of Aww. you, Jake. Oh, <laughs> thanks, that's, grandma. That's Dana? Yeah, I'm actually <laughs> okay. uh, coming out to see her in February. Yay, where oh, is she? Awesome. Uh, she lives on the Oregon coast. Yeah, ah. so she lives in uh, just outside of Medford. Oh, okay, oh, cool. cool. Yeah. Yay. Uh, North Bend. Oh, hmm. I haven't been North Bend. No, oh, it's not. Not the same as Bend. Okay. Oregon. Yeah, we yeah, were talking about moving to Bend for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's actually totally different. Bend is kind of uh, the Eastern Idaho and mm-hmm. a little, uh, or Eastern Idaho, Eastern Oregon, but <laughs> yeah. more Idaho climate. Yeah. And then North Bend is like a half hour maybe from the ocean. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think wow. there's actually a harbor there. I'm not 100% on that. Mm-hmm. I've only been there a couple times. Gotcha. Nice. So just a vacation? Well, I actually have a show there, oh, too. Yeah, cool. it's at uh, the Ghost Light Mystery Cafe. And Caden McKnight's going to make the oh, trip wow. out there with me, and we're both oh, going to cool. do a show there. Road trip. Yeah. It's <laughs> at Coos Bay. Okay, yeah, I know from, where Coos Bay is. Yes. yes. Yeah, nice. so uh, my sister also lives in the same area, so I get to kind of do a show, see some family. Oh, that's awesome. It'll be awesome. Yeah, cool. Fun. So what are your uh, comedy goals? Uh, so right now, like I said, I'm trying to work on uh, getting a headlining set together, like mm-hmm. have a long chunk of material that all kind of flows together. Uh, but not necessarily do I want to only do <laughs> that. I've been doing a lot of hosting, and mm-hmm. I'm just kind of open to getting on the stage as much as I can because since I'm so new at it, I – need to try as many aspects oh, of it as sure. I can to kind of feel out my voice. You yeah, know? definitely. Is hosting scary? <clears throat> uh, I mean, because you're, go- you're trying to give energy to the crowd, right? Is yeah. That, and then uh, bring up people. and. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it's scary in a way because when you do a set, it's like if that set went bad, it's over and you get off the stage. Mm-hmm. And hosting, hosting is you're like, there. I'm coming up every time. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. if, if some guy doesn't like me, especially if he's like right in the front, yeah, it's like, then yeah. I come up to him every, if it's an open mic, every three minutes. Oh, <laughs> right. the next guy. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. The cool thing about it, though, is it's it's all about the crowd and it's not really about your jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you yeah. don't True. necessarily have to do like a set or do like, uh, material as much as just kind of like pump up the comics, mm-hmm. pump up the crowd, pump hey, up the show. give it up for so yeah. and so. Yeah, right. so it gives you kind of something to fall back on too instead of it all being on your material. Yeah, true. But the downside, like I was saying, is you got to keep coming back <laughs> up there. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, Nate Buckles said, proud of you as well, homie. Yeah, Nate Buckles used to uh, host the Craft Brewers hey. when he started that uh, mic. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. And, yeah, he's uh, one we haven't met either. Mm-hmm. He's he's a comedian from Arizona. Oh, nice. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Still local? Or? Uh, he, I, he lives in Boise. He's lived here a few years. Uh, I'm not sure how long, uh, but I met him the first time at that first open mic that I went to at Craft Brewers. Oh, wow. And that's cool. the person that I was talking about that convinced me to go down to the Mad Sweet and do it to a bigger oh, crowd. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Dang. Yeah. And so now you are hooked. 
Yeah, definitely. <laughs> wow. Like I was saying, I try to do as many of the open mics as I can a week, and right now they got five of them. <laughs> wow, <so>. yeah. <laughs> and now I've, I've seen on Facebook there's a new one in CUNA as well. Yeah, I actually haven't been to that one yet, but that one's on Thursday nights. They just started it like a week or two ago. Uh, it's at a bar in CUNA, but it's at the same exact time as the Mad Sweets oh, Thursday yeah. night one. That's what you're saying. Yeah. And it's a downtown, the downtown Mad Sweet one, so it has a big crowd uh, and the, yeah. the theater environment and stuff. So I, I reached out to the people who were putting that mic on and said, hey, I know a lot of other comics definitely are trying to do as many mics as they can. And if this was before different or time. after or a different day, like it would work a lot better for people. I still will, even if they keep it the same time, I'll still probably try it out because mm-hmm. I like to try different rooms and yeah. support comedy wherever it's at. Yeah. But uh, if there's only so many mics, putting them at the same time is competing with each yeah. other too. So I yeah. don't want to have to choose one over the other, but yeah. I would definitely try it out. Mm-hmm. I just haven't yet. Awesome. Uh, just real quick, Jeff Gunn said, you're killing it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh, my sister's boyfriend, oh, nice. but I've also oh, known him okay. since I was a little kid. We got fishing together, all kinds of stuff. He's oh, cool awesome. So do you have a day job? Uh, I do carpentry. Oh, that, carpentry. we were trying to guess. Yeah. yeah. So I, <laughs> like, well, what does right he do? now I'm doing a lot of stuff, but I used to do just trim carpentry for a while, uh, and I just quit doing that about what is it two weeks three weeks ago i think my wife would know (laughs) better than me i uh i do contracting too so i do like decks fences uh i started out doing carpentry by doing framing uh so i have Mm. a lot of experience in building all different types of stuff so i just quit doing the trim carpentry thing and uh went out on my own doing uh contracting and that way I can kind of schedule around comedy and stuff too yeah. and awesome. do the road shows and stuff. And mm-hmm. if it works out for me, I can book enough stuff for the carpentry thing and put it in between when I have to do the comedy thing. And oh, that nice. way I don't ever have a boss, you know, like, oh, why do you have to be out till yeah. 11 at night every night? And exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're on your own. You're, right your now own I am. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, so I, this area is amazing for, I've had my own cleaning business for almost 30 years here and you can make great money and be oh, your own absolutely. boss and do whatever you want in your free time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So well, awesome. With the building industry, it's just gone oh, up and gosh, up and up. Yeah. And yeah. when houses become more expensive, then the, the cost to build them goes way up. But working for companies, they keep the wage the same. Mm-hmm. So that's why I stopped doing the trim carpentry thing is because I would booked a couple jobs and talked with my boss about it where they're paying an extreme amount more. Yes. And they're selling the houses for $200,000 more than they were when I started for the company. Yeah. I was making the same. I'm like, wow. you guys got to be making something <laughs> yeah. on this. Yeah. So then I went out on my own and started doing it. And I'm like, yeah, I can work two or three days and yes. have the rest of the week to wow. write jokes. That's yeah. amazing. So now trim carpentry, is that like yeah. you know, what I think like trim, things yeah, like that? Yeah, base and doors. And I do like shelving. And, oh, okay. uh, I do like remodeling closets. So like that okay gotcha can you make a window into a door yeah <laughs> oh you can't talking about yeah. that window because yeah we've been talking about making this a door because we actually um yeah i actually did that for an, a comedian here in town uh oh, danny really? and i swapped out his uh sliding glass doors for oh, a small goodness. little door like that and a little oh, one-day um, job 
No, he's oh nice. Wow, awesome. Yeah, because we are because we uh, we rent the studio. Yeah, we rent the studio and stuff. And but we, we do want them to come in through there instead of through the yeah, house. front door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you we, guys own this house? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You could definitely do that. It wouldn't cool. be too big of a project because okay. if there's already an opening there with the window, mm-hmm. then it's already framed out for that size. So yeah. you're not really removing anything structural. Mm-hmm. You just remove cool. underneath the window and make sure you get a door that fits that size. Yeah, we will be talking to you again. Yes. <laughs> On a different topic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Because we've actually reached out to several people and nobody responds. But it's probably because everybody's slammed. and Everyone's super busy. And then no people are working. Yeah. 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 Two weeks? Oh, that he that. Oh, left for how job. long? Yeah. Okay. Wednesday, March. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We also have three kids, so three I've been kids? at home with them a lot since uh, I left the job, and that just makes my head like you mush. know a Joe Biden speech. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Three kids. Holy moly! You have been. Busy. What ages? So my youngest, she is a little bit over a year. She mm-hmm. turned a year in September, and that's our only girl. And then I have a three-year-old, and then my oldest son turns nine on the 29th of January. Wow. Wow. That's a spread. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we homeschool the oldest one. Oh, my god! When I'm at home with the kids, it's teaching, and then you got the baby. Do you remember Uh, anything? uh, I try. So far? I try. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping up with all the podcasts is the hardest thing because – I can't I can't listen to them and listen to the kids and if you put headphones yeah. on then the kids oh, yeah. are gonna get into something. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, <laughs> can do I, the one ear. Yeah. I do one ear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can still kind of function. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say about Segura's podcast? It was something. Oh. Mom's house. Yeah, it was something you just said though. I was, oh, have you heard him talk about their kids? Yeah. It is so funny. Oh yeah, I, I heard a story whole... about his kid. Uh, Giving a glass of toilet water to, to one of them. <laughs> yeah. And, drink it. and, and then like, he was nope. denying that it was toilet water, but he <laughs> yeah. wouldn't drink it. And like that's like my five. kids for sure. Gave him toilet Young. water, yeah. like out of the bowl or out of the back. Out of the bowl and told Bert it was just here. Have a drink. Oh, give it to Bert. Bert yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I thought. Like you were when he give it to one of his kids. When he walked in the house, he was like, "Oh, oh hey, welcome. You know, here's a glass of oh. toilet water." <laughs> and then lied. Right He's to his such face. a to Bert sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my oldest son, he's like a super sweetheart, so he's always trying to do nice stuff for me and his mom to like oh, show he appreciates nice. us. But he made uh, a bagel before, and instead of putting cream cheese on it, he put sour cream oh. on it. And then he brought it to my wife while she was in bed. Oh, and no. then he's like the cute little face. So like, you know, right? she's got to take a bite out of it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, I don't like any sauces on anything. So the smell of the sour cream in uh, bed while I'm laying there is like, just bad already. And then I'm the like, well, you're going to take a bite. <laughs> I've ever had. You can't, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you can't say no to that. Jeez. Oh, you don't like sauces. <laughs> yeah, the only sauce I really like is like hot sauce and salsa. So you're against barbecue sauce as well uh i only really like it like cooked into stuff nice i don't like like cold sauces like i even eat my salad dry no dressing wow Wow. i'm addicted like hamburgers are dry i just i like vegetables on it like oh yeah where do you think that what i've never heard of anybody i mean a little bit of lubrication (laughs) i only like salsa and hot sauce i've I've tried a lot of different sauces but i'm not i'm not really a big fan if it's cooked into stuff i like it but 
but mayonnaise? No mayonnaise. Yeah, I really don't like it. No or ketchup. Like ranch is the worst. Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Ketchup mustard. No, I I really don't like mustard. You're ketchup I'll do with like fries because fries are really dry. Yeah. But maybe like one out of ten or one out of twenty times. Really? Like, wow. And if they ask like, oh, what sauces do you want with anything? It's always none. Yeah. He's wow. like, what do you got? This is unbelievable. Yeah, I would like to this try all the sauces. <laughs> We've never met someone like you. Yeah. Anti-condiment. No sauce person. <laughs> Does your wife enjoy a nice condiment or sauce? Yeah, she's so normal. So you have them in the house? <laughs> yeah, <she's normal. laughs> okay. It's funny because like, when I'll go grocery shopping, I don't think about it and like, She'll always be like, how come you don't ever buy this stuff? Like, and I'm like, I, I don't want never it. never <laughs> use it for anything. <laughs> but we have it around the house. And then it's funny because my kids, they'll like sometimes be like, oh, I don't want it. you know. And I think it's just because oh, they're yeah. like, I don't want it because I want to be like dad. dad. Well, but yeah. they like the taste right. of it. So yeah. I, I totally <laughs> hate ketchup. Yeah, then they'll be like not eating their dinner. And I'm like, you got to eat your chicken nuggets. <laughs> and, they're like, mm. and then I like put sauce on it. And they're like, okay. I like, can stand it. Yeah. <laughs> That's unusual. I huh. think so, yeah. Interesting. I mean, maybe it saves a lot of money. I mean, I we have think, a whole. I think so. And we calories. have a whole door of. It's uh, definitely good for you. Yeah. yeah. To not eat. For sure. That's true, yeah. Sure. Especially all the sugar and yeah. a lot of sauces. Yeah. yeah, but I drink tons of like energy drinks, and this probably has this like five bottles of ranch. It's yeah, as far as sugar yeah, and calories. Well, so you're yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite energy drink? Uh just regular Red Bull. Red Bull. Yeah, I like yeah. some of the flavors sometimes, but just the regular ones. Yeah. I don't like a lot of the other kinds because they sometimes they give you like a jittery, you know. Yeah, like, that's very, what I'm going they're for. They're like too strong, you know. <laughs> I was addicted to Monster for a while, and then. Yeah. I well, know this is a problem. I was buying by the case at Costco. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. You have a problem when you're doing that. <laughs> That's how my wife is with the Red Bulls. She's an everyday like, drinker. This is the best thing I've ever had. <laughs> I just kept him in the car because Chris's son lived here, and he used to steal my monster. Yeah, so I was like, would, I'm just yeah. keeping the case in my car. It's not yeah. even entering the home. Yeah, exactly. Wow. We had to hide a lot of food and yeah. drinks from him because they'd be gone when we'd come home. Yeah, yeah, that's how kids are. My uh, my middle son, Jacob, he uh, gets to always pick out one treat when we go to the grocery store, you know. And, like, the last time he picked out, uh, like, those animals drinkable yogurt. And it's like a 24 case of Of course he like, can. Yeah, you can get that, you know. One night, give him one when we get home, and then later on that day, he gets up from the couch and goes and just starts drinking them, like seven, eight, <laughs> oh nine of them out of the fridge. Dude. And I catch him with all these bottles all over the floor, and I'm like, what? Yeah. You drink half a case of yogurt? Like, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> This is the greatest uh, thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> Drinkable yogurt. That's funny. <laughs> have you had a Danimal? No, I never have. I I've had drinkable yogurt, though. I love it. I wouldn't eat so Oh, it's, yeah. It's kind of like a smoothie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I know. I've had that. Yeah. yeah but not a spe- specifically a Danimal. Oh, hey. Do you recognize? That's a Kiltoni. That's uh, yeah, Ryan yeah. J. E. Belt. Oh, that's yeah. from uh, that was from the the, the, the show, show we went to in San Francisco, the yeah. first Kill Tony Mania. Yeah, yeah Star yeah. Wars one. They got Tony Hinchcliffe as C C three PO. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. um, sweet. Um, I think. Okay, is that Red Band? I don't know. Uh, that's Josh Potter. Yeah. I think he was mm-hmm. there that night. 
Okay. I don't know who everyone. Oh, that's <laughs> Jeremiah right there. I know that. Jeremiah. I so wish you... Jeremiah was still on the show. I know. Yeah. I miss the band. I know. Yeah. The yeah. band added so much. Now the band doesn't do a lot. They might bring it back, though. I don't I know. So. Not with him, though, I don't think. I think he, they kind of clashed between them towards the end. Like, yes, they both they are supportive pissy. of each other, but they Jeremiah's were. getting big, mm-hmm. and Tony Hinchcliffe is like, the show's about the stand-up, not yeah. the band. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The yeah. band was killing it, though, you know? And, and when you're on a stage and you're killing it, it's hard to not, to like, stop. just yeah. <laughs> go for it. Yeah. There was one they did with puppets that I was like, this is going to come to blows. <laughs> oh, I remember that. <laughs> That? Puppet yeah. one, yeah. Tony was like, "Stop the puppets!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like, "This is the best thing ever. Keep it going." It was hilarious, though, <laughs> was if I want to remember. Yeah, so mad. Yeah, <laughs> or when he does like the voice effect characters, he's always like, "Oh, this isn't going to be distracting to the show." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so know. speaking of Tony, what did you think of his cancellation? Canceling. I mean, it was brief. The, yeah, the thing that yeah. happened. We actually had tickets to see him. Yeah. Uh, after that happened, that show got canceled yeah, though, for guys. Wise Guys yeah. in Salt Lake City. They said, yeah. uh, we got an email. Tony Hinchcliffe has made other plans. <laughs> He's <laughs> no longer available. Yeah. That's the craziest thing. That's a shame that they canceled the show and stuff, yeah. but yeah. I think it'll be like Ari, you know, like you oh, can't cancel people so. that have a following. And yeah. Eventually, and people will come around and know it. that yeah. jokes are jokes and yeah. sometimes they don't hit, you know, like yeah. you're just trying mm-hmm. to make someone laugh. And a lot of times when you're on stage, you're just saying whatever comes to your mind to try to make people laugh. If it gets taken the wrong way, even if you apologize for it, you can't change what happened, right. you know. So yeah. if you keep apologizing for it, it almost makes it worse. I you just got to so. be a comedian, you, tell yeah. more jokes, and a, more of them will hit instead of getting yeah. a negative reaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, loved by a lot of people, so I, I don't think he's going nice anywhere. Guy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I think it's... Um, well, and Ari put out the whole set because it wasn't out there. Yeah, and people yeah. always do that where they'll put just a clip right. and be like, oh, look, at this comedian says this hot take. And it's like, oh, if you listen to the yeah. whole thing, he might have been trying to make a point about mm-hmm. how that one hot take you clipped was the wrong idea. You yeah. know? Like sometimes I say jokes that in the beginning people are like, oh, where is he yeah. going with this? But that's the point of comedy. Yeah. You have to build it up to mm-hmm. something. You can't just only say things people know yeah. they'll like or there's exactly. no excitement to yeah, it. Yeah, we want dull. that. Yeah, it. and I feel like, you know, kind of the setup sometimes is meant to make the audience a little uncomfortable. It's a yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, and then you just hit them with the punchline. Right. And uh, it's good shit after that. <laughs> yeah, well, comedy's supposed to be true to life, and life yeah. isn't always just happy and, like, stuff you agree yeah. with all the time. So you have to disagree with people and kind of get conflicting interests in order to build momentum and see where you really stand on yeah. things you know yeah so do you talk about your personal life and your stand-up or do you have an agreement with your wife you know i don't know if you've <laughs> yeah. watched burt but do you have like, any jokes about your <laughs> wife since she's not. watching he slams his wife and his yeah, kids yeah definitely i'm not burt as far as talking about my wife yeah like, so I have a few different jokes, and I actually she, talked to my wife about uh, using her in my comedy. And it's awkward to me to tell jokes about somebody if they're not there, if they have an opportunity to be there. Right. So my wife hears more of my comedy than anybody because she's the one that I, like, go over my writing with and practice and stuff. She's super supportive. Oh, so nice. if I come up with a joke about her, about our relationship or something, then she's going to hear it in the – 
the riding room, the garage. Right. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then she's also going to hear it the first time I try it on stage. Oh, I'm nice. not going to do it, you know, to a bunch of people that don't know her and, and don't know me or our it. relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because that same thing of sometimes things get the wrong idea or hit different, you know. But I also, I love Bert and his comedy is hilarious. Yeah. But my style is definitely not to be like, the old lady at home, oh, you know, know. <laughs> like you when know, he's Leanne talking about Leanne. Oh. oh, it's painful sometimes. I'm like, Bert, what are you doing? Look at you. I mean, he talks <laughs> like he's a goddess compared to Leanne sometimes. And I'm like, dude. I think he plays that up. I the, hope so. For the podcast and stuff, though. Yeah. Because they're also like a really sweet couple. Yeah. And anyone who stays together that long and, and has been through all that awesome. much stuff, they have a lot of love yeah. for each other, you know. Yeah. So. Like, have you ever met a couple that sometimes they, like, seem like they're real argumentative yeah. with each other, but that's just how they talk to yeah. each other, you know? Yeah. Like. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Me and my wife are kind of like the anticlimactic couple in the way that we don't argue a lot like right. that. But I've met a lot of couples that you're like, just, oh, are you guys having a rough day? And they're like, oh, that's no, just, just, we're getting ready to, you know, get yeah, all the stuff in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. awesome. True. Um, I brought the live chat up on the TV here so Jake could actually see it while oh, it's nice. happening. So awesome. there we go. All my wife's sweet comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was the skull and crossbones for? Uh, uh, dead. Dead? You're dead? dead. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe if I tell too many jokes about my wife, <laughs> oh, I'm dead. Oh, there you go. That's what it is. That's, that's what, what it is. is. <laughs> oh, Jeremy Nelson's watching. Hey, Jeremy. Yeah, he yeah. was just on yeah. a couple yeah, weeks we just, ago. Yeah, we just yeah. had him on. We got to bring him back in the we, studio. Yes, he needs to be live. Yeah, in. Yeah. yeah, the remote. Yeah, Jeremy Nelson's awesome. I uh, yeah, okay. Haven't spent a lot of, uh, a lot of time with him up until just recently. We got to spend some time together over yeah. at another friend's studio. Then we're doing uh, a podcast that they've like figured out how they're gonna release it and all that stuff yet. Oh, cool. But they're just kind of meeting there with a bunch of comedians and hanging out and nice. stuff. Yeah, and I got opportunity to talk with him for a little while. Nice mm. guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. he seems like. Uh, He's had a lot of experience in life, too, and a lot of different things that he's gone through. And I always can tell when, you know, somebody's been mm -hmm. through a lot of stuff that me and them will have a lot to relate to. That's yeah. nice. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you guys need an editor, contact me. At get toasted at <laughs> toastedmarshmallowadventures.com. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was our first time. We'd seen him, Jeremy, perform. A few times, Yeah. yeah. The mm -hmm. first time really talking to him, we're like, "You are cool, dude." Yeah, yeah, yeah I really liked him. He's great, a great guy. Great yeah, combo. so yeah. yeah. When he was talking about DMT on your guys's podcast, yeah. oh yeah, and mushrooms <laughs> and all <laughs> Big that. Ups yeah. to that. He's the man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I just posted a clip on uh, 
Instagram today, well, it went to Facebook as well, of him talking about uh, on that podcast how he was on a date and on mushrooms. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sketchy. Yeah, he went to the bathroom. When he came back out, uh, I think he said he was watching Angels and Demons, but there were like six theaters that had, were showing that movie at the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then he's like, where do I go? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and if you ever get like yeah. a, a fearful feeling when you're on mushrooms, you're like, yeah. oh, no, I'm by myself. So do you do other forms of entertainment, any acting or improv or music? Uh, so I have never tried improv or, or uh, I guess I did like drama for one year in uh, middle school. Yeah. But what's funny about like doing the comedy thing is my only public speaking was I did a online school speech class. Oh, yeah. yeah. Online. Yeah. yeah. And it was because I went to alternative school and they didn't have the speech class for oh, me. Gosh. So I had to do it online. And then so it's really kind of like a podcast, except I'd have to bring my own audience and have them all sit down on the couch so oh that they knew gosh. people were listening to the speech. Wow. So then I would film me and whatever high school kids I could get to come over to my house. Yeah. <laughs> me Jeez. giving them a speech about whatever the topic is to them. It was terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> So do you get nervous going up or is it comfortable for you? I do. I get really yeah. nervous. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to act well. like I don't, but yeah. I yeah. definitely do. Yeah. Well, when we had our party in November, to... um, that was really our first time kind of being on stage with microphones. Oh, and I'm so uh, shaking. Yeah. Until we got up there. Once we got up there, we're like, whoa. Yeah, we I feel we were comfortable we found once our group. Yeah, once That's we what's weird about it is you get nervous and then if you're just up there a few minutes like yeah. you'll get comfortable I was like, way was more they, than you think. Yeah. Mm. It was yeah, it was really weird. Prior to that, Chris and I were um, body combat instructors. Oh, wow. So we would ha- it's non-contact. So it was yeah, high like intensity. Exercise. Yeah. yeah. But we would have to be up there with a headset and I'd be so nervous and then once I got into it I was like, "Oh, you know, I I'm yeah. Yeah, definitely. This. So on that night, I was like, just pretend you're a body mm-hmm. combat instructor. Yeah, still, it's kind of uh, like dancing in a way. Yeah. Like when you first like go out to like dance, you're like, oh, I'm an idiot. You know, what am I doing? And then once you just start feeling the music, no. you get into it. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, this guy's into it. Like, you know, I'm still like, uh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to dance. So maybe I just like once I feel the music, I'm like accepting I'm of being rocking. an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> My wife and I joked about that before at a music festival, how, like, everyone's really good dancers, and me and her are just, like, behind them in all the videos doing the, like, yeah. Night at the Rocks. Yeah. I'd be doing, like, hand dancing. Yeah. yeah. Really good yeah. at hand, hand dancing. Yeah. Hey, that's good in a big crowd. All you can see is the hands. Exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think this year concerts are going to be huge because everything's getting opened so back up. do so. you guys go to a lot of festivals? Oh, uh, we try to, but oh, we got three us. kids, you know, yeah. so... Uh, especially like overnight ones it's hard to do but, but like, we like going to different styles of music like we go to edm festivals we also go to like rock shows and stuff i took my youngest son max uh right before the pandemic luckily because there hasn't been any big concerts yeah. since then but we took him to his first concert yeah. it was uh, a big festival at the idaho center and i think some 41 was the headlining band uh-huh. and like circus revive oh, a bunch cool. of rock bands and mm-hmm. Since then, he's been obsessed with, like, rock and roll music. Yeah. That's so good. I feel like it is. Yeah. I miss those big concerts, big shows. Yeah. I haven't been to a concert in so long. We've been 
just going to comedy <laughs> lately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the last one we went to, I think, was Kiss. It was. At it was Taco crazy. Bell Arena. Yeah. I bet that was awesome. It that was. was, it was you guys got to go to their farewell tour. Yeah. I, yes, and we, uh, we realized we didn't. Know it was as a great concert, but uh, yeah, we, were, <laughs> we don't know that many Kiss songs. But <laughs> Kiss fans are one. so into it. So yeah, yeah like, we're like, yeah. Oh. I want to rock and roll. Was that? I yeah, don't even think that's, that's what it's called. <laughs> Like, that yeah, one. rock and roll on the, that one. Yeah, that was like, yeah, that was like, yeah, that's a one. We're like, finally, one that we know because <laughs> we thought we were fans, and then we're like, oh, dang, yeah, yeah. but they still put on a great amazing. show. Yeah, it was like really yeah. cool to just watch, you know. Some, oh, yeah, you know, you gotta see Kiss at least once, I guess. And I saw yes. him once, so I actually remember when I was a little kid, like arguing with my parents when they were going to a Kiss concert about how I was never going to get to see Kiss and they wouldn't take mm-hmm. me to the concert. Uh. Obviously, they just want to go on a date, you know, <laughs> yeah. and bring a kid with them. But I never went and saw Kiss. Oh, so. uh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> uh, but my mom did take me to my first concert ever, Steve Miller Band, when I was five oh, years awesome. old. Oh, awesome. I love Steve yeah, Miller Band. Yeah. When you were how old? Five years old. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. amazing. And it was at one of those fair concerts at the uh-huh. Western Idaho Fair. Oh, nice. So it was, like, a lot of people. And yeah. she put me yeah. up on her shoulders and uh, stuff. So I'll, like, always have a good memory of oh, that. Oh, that's amazing. I think that's part of the reason why I, like, wanted to bring my son to a concert yeah. early yeah. on in life because mm-hmm. music's super inspiring yeah. i can't yeah i can't play any music or anything mm-hmm. but i love it it gets me in like yeah out of bad moods and into good moods yeah. and motivates you and yeah, there's time definitely. to learn he learned ukulele like yeah the last i started two years. Oh, yeah, yeah two years ago yeah it was That's a pandemic a thing yeah it is fun yeah there they are yeah, obsessed yeah. we own yeah, I ukuleles know. i own yeah, i guess four of them <laughs> yeah. now yes yeah, so. yeah you gotta make some adam sandler songs <laughs> yeah i mean i could yeah i just looked them up and <laughs> saw what the chords were so but. you didn't play an instrument in school or anything uh so i <laughs> that's actually a pretty funny story i i pretended to play an instrument oh, no. in the band because the first year that they offered band to us in elementary school, it was like in the morning time, you could either do an extra math class or you could do band. Oh, my gosh, like, of oh, course. I'm going to do yeah. band, you know. <laughs> and I didn't know anything about, like, reading music, anything about any of the instruments. And I wasn't really interested in that type of music anyway as a kid. Yeah. yeah. So they had us, like, pick out all the instruments. I picked my instrument based on what would be the easiest to bring to and from school, the flute. It's, like, <laughs> okay, the smallest yes. box, you know. <laughs> and then I didn't realize it's also, like, one of the hardest instruments to play. <laughs> and you can't make any sounds out of it unless you blow in it a special way. Yeah. The whole time I was in the band, I never figured out how to blow in it that special special way That's so special. i just pretend and i would like push the buttons and stuff and there's like five other people oh playing the God. flute so they it's never notice yeah. <laughs> yeah well oh, yeah, the buttons yeah. that cover the holes okay. but it's <laughs> so I'm, I'm just faking it and then i think i made it like two or three months into the class before my teacher ever like made me play just me for her <sighs> yeah, like, and i just told her i was like i don't even know how to blow on this thing <laughs> And then they like made this? me quit the band because I was like wasting their time. Oh, and yeah. Then all the like that I went in the math class halfway through. So then I was like, well, I don't know any of this. I'm not. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. That's hilarious. Like, all right, Jake, it's time for your solo. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. <laughs> 
Because it's I even tried it before as an adult, the flute, because it's like a memory from when I was a kid, like never being able to figure it out. And yeah. the way you do it, you like blow off your tongue, but down your lip yeah. and then out across the hole. And there's some, it's kind of like whistling. Like if you don't figure out how to do it, you just don't figure out how to do it. Like. <laughs> Jeez. That's so funny. I can whistle though, at least. So <laughs> might might not be a flautist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my god. I played the trombone, but uh, yeah, I was trying to get. We were gonna be like a ukulele trombone duo, which never happened. No. <laughs> I think I could go far. We could be the new Garfunkel and Oates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have like the super deep. <clears throat> And then like, I know. I brought it out during the pandemic and just basically made stories out of where's my trombone now. I didn't. I mean, at the beginning, you were like, I'm gonna. I was like, like start playing again. I used to be good, but I was back to Mary had a little lamb, and I my lips gone. Do you know who Mr. Bungle is? The band. I I don't. Oh yeah, they're from Northern California. But about Faith No More. Uh, it sounds familiar, but I'd probably have to hear a song or something. Faith No More was really popular in the 90s. Yeah. 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 And I so went to school with people the that lead create, singer yeah, created oh. Faith No Mr. More. Bungle. And they actually asked her to be in the band. Whoa, and, that would have been uh, cool. And no. she turned them down. <laughs> so it's one of those, like, where would I be now yeah. if I'd said yes to that? Because they were on The Tonight Show, Faith No More was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the, uh, but I'm what's in his Idaho. name? Uh, the lead singer. I mean, he's still Trace doing Bruins. music. Yeah, yeah um, he still does music. Last I heard, he was doing, like, experimental music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Yeah, funny. it's it's weird how paths go like that. Like you don't know if you would have been on the Tonight Show, but now that you're doing this path, you could be on the Tonight Show for like your performance yeah. as opposed to playing the trombone. That's and then people are gonna see like you as opposed to just this the sounds, true. you know. Yeah. Your Auntie Don <laughs> is an awesome flute player, perhaps someday. <laughs> yeah, maybe she'll <laughs> teach me. Is she? <laughs> uh she pl- she plays a lot of instruments, my aunt does. She pl- she's in like a uh I forget what you call it, like a group of fiddle players. Oh, you guys cool. know you call that? I love I don't, fiddlers. I, there's a name for like yeah. a group of fiddle players? I think so. Like kind of uh, like, like, uh, like a herd. Or a like murder. a quartet, you know? Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> that gotcha. makes more sense. <laughs> a herd. A, a gaggle. <laughs> a gaggle of fiddle players. <laughs> Old fiddlers. <laughs> Old fiddlers. Is that the name of their group? Yeah. Uh, well, I, oh, I think so, yeah. I don't suppose they're on YouTube, are they? They might be. They, oh. do, they do shows out in Oregon. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, We're gonna look them wow. up. We like some bluegrassy stuff. Oh, nice! Yeah, I love fiddling, fiddling, fiddling. I love fiddlers that fiddling, fiddling. <laughs> 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 oh, cool! <clears throat> okay, so was was it before the podcast or during this podcast that we talked about how uh, Jake heard about us? It was during. Oh, okay. So yeah, we already covered that. Eugene. Uh, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So, who are your uh, comedy favorites? I know one. Or uh, yeah. influences. Yeah, we talked about one, Mark Norman. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I like his stuff a lot because I, I think me and him think similarly, you know, because I've mm-hmm. heard, like, interviews of him saying how he, like, gets nervous on the stage. So that's why he writes so many one-liners and so oh. much short jokes is because yeah. he wants to have, like, you know, plenty yeah. of ammunition yeah. to kill the silence and, like, and you do the keep same. the crowd going. So I think I at least try to do that mm-hmm. because – it eliminates some of that anxiety of like, 
oh, what if there's a pause or the people don't like this joke? If my next joke's short enough and funny enough in a short amount of time, it kind of snaps to them. But I also like, like I was saying, how I first found out doing open mics as a way to get into comedy. I like Tony Hinchcliffe a lot because he's like super brutally honest with his roasting and like he'll just say whatever (laughs) i like a lot of comics who aren't afraid to like say anything you know Mm -hmm. and i've I've listened to comedy ever since i was a little kid so i have a lot of like classic roots in comedy and stuff Mm -hmm. but the the new almost i'd say era of comics you know where it seems like uh, like Kevin Hart is uh-huh. probably one of the biggest in the game right now, but 10 or 15 years ago is Dane Cook was mm-hmm. the biggest as far as like yeah. arenas, mm. movies, yeah. all that stuff. Uh, yeah. They were never afraid to say what they want to say mm-hmm. in their comedy. Uh-huh. Kevin Hart might backpedal now that he's doing more Hollywood stuff, yeah. but when he was doing yeah. comedy, which is what yeah. made him get all that Hollywood stuff and made people yeah. respect him, he was just saying what he believed and how he saw the world and then making jokes of it. You yeah. know? So I always re- appreciate comedians that do that. They're just genuine. Yeah, definitely. We've seen Tony. I mean, seen who? We've seen Tony. Haven't we by himself? Oh, Can't no, we're what? going. No, Tony Hinchcliffe? Aren't we? Oh, uh, no, he's coming we to We saw him open guys. for Joe Rogan at CenturyLink yeah. Arena. He is amazing. Oh. Yeah, I bet that was a great yeah. show, too. It was yeah, crazy. so yeah, Tony Hinchcliffe so open good. and Rogan headline. I love yeah, it. That... He walks out so cocky. He's just, he's just <laughs> a little guy, but he's just like, what? You yeah, know? well, mean, Joe yeah. Rogan's pretty short, too. But yeah, he's true. Good. He's we also spent years, you know, developing his reason oh, to be cocky. Yeah. Oh, so. I, I uh, actually ran into Joe Rogan in, in an airport bathroom in Seattle. At oh, the Seattle yeah. airport, yeah. He was walking in, and I looked at him, and I heard someone say, oh, that's Joe Rogan. And I said, <laughs> I looked, and I was like, hey, what's up, Joe? And he goes, hey. And then we just walked by each other. Yeah, yeah that's cool, you, though. That's probably the coolest me? interaction. Well, yeah. I, I, I was bathroom. like, I got to find Wendy. I was like, I just saw Joe Rogan in the bathroom. I was like, <laughs> so we watch ran. over there. And, and then he, uh, after <laughs> he a couple out. minutes, came walking out. I was like, yeah. yeah. We yeah. Thought so he was then with... you got a chance to see him, too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 But yeah. not in the bathroom. That yeah. was the <laughs> So from a distance, we thought he, he was, was with, with Dave, uh, Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, but he was oh. actually with Ian Edwards. Yeah, yeah Dave uh, Chappelle is like my comedy he's hero. Amazing. Yeah, he's like Chappelle show is at its peak when I was in middle school, oh. and I think that's where like a, a spe- I don't know if it's the same men and women, but definitely men develop most of their sense of humor starting during puberty and yeah. in middle school, yeah. and when they're becoming adults you yeah. know and and Chappelle show is at its peak during that time so it was like all the kids yeah. in the school that listened to the adult comedy they shouldn't have been listening to <laughs> yeah. were quoting every line of it and then you know Dave had already been doing stand-up since he was 19 yeah so once he That's got amazing. the show to like put him on the world stage he knew exactly what to do with it yeah. you know yeah exactly yeah. and uh Oh, we've actually had on our podcast uh, Sypha Sounds, who was a DJ for the Chappelle yeah. show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> so he's a comedian now. Yeah, he was he at the Idaho. to refer to him as. 
Actually, yeah, I, I said DJ first because that and seemed like it was like, easier. I'm a comedian. More yeah. known for it. <laughs> yeah. So, some people are like that, you know, and like. It wasn't if, a dick about if it. If they no. have no. like a big yeah. uh, name thing yeah. and then they're trying to go a different avenue. Yeah. Like, I know Donnell Rawlings like constantly mm-hmm. gets that same roast joke that he's like built by Dave Chappelle, you know, and like oh, different versions of yeah. that. Yeah. And like sometimes he leans into it and then sometimes you can tell he's like, ha, like not funny. Like, <laughs> right. I'm yeah. hilarious on my own. Like I just this. also was on that show. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, true. It probably gets really old. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Donnell Rawlings, David Lucas on Kill Tony, like, made him walk <laughs> oh, yeah. off the oh, show. Like, that was awesome. One of my favorite episodes so is when great. he, like, just lit him up. And did you see the other episode when Donnell just dropped in and didn't tell no. him? No. Yeah. yeah, there's another one where Donnell just shows up at Kill Tony where he wasn't, like, oh, scheduled as yeah. a guest during the pandemic. To get david well he said he did he did it because he saw that there was nice cars in the parking lot at the comedy store so he knew that the comedians were there but and they're doing a show and nothing else is going on during the coronavirus but he definitely had a bunch of prepared roast jokes for david and (laughs) ripped him up (laughs) (laughs) david lucas is hilarious i've listened to some of his podcasts too and he's pretty funny oh Awesome. Does he have his yeah. own now? Or are you talking about Brothers Brothers and Cursed? Cursed yeah, yeah okay. with uh, William Montgomery. Yeah. Oh, William's got his own podcast now. Oh, I haven't heard that one. I haven't listened to it either, but I see it popping up on our YouTube Yeah, like uh, suggested. Yeah. Okay. William's hilarious. I mean, yeah. in a crazy, <laughs> wild yeah. way. I like his style a lot. Yes. Yeah, he's just a kook. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got like an original, like oddball style, which yeah. I think is hard to find you yeah. know because you can you can write jokes but you can't write a personality you yeah. know and he might have come up with a character some people say or whatever but i think just as much as casey rock it's a character you right. know mm-hmm. it's mostly personality mm-hmm. yeah Correct. if you meet him they're similar to that in real life yeah. as they are on stage yeah. maybe not to that extreme but, but you can tell the difference between someone who's playing a character and someone who's just like yeah. is a character and i think that's william montgomery for yeah sure. yeah definitely casey, casey rocket, rocket yeah he's uh it. seems like he's killing oh. it in are you austin following yeah him on Insta? yeah that's actually uh i never uh as i like i said i started comedy in september mm-hmm. so he'd already moved to texas i i never oh, like okay. was a comedian oh, so while funny. he was a comedian mm-hmm. here so yeah. i never got that relationship with him i mostly have heard of him from his big following online and yeah. i saw his uh show that he did the secret show for red band and oh you saw uh, it well no on youtube oh yeah okay. oh i he actually oh, cool. has like one of the coolest plugs you could ever get at the beginning because red band's hosting it and he goes my new friend one of the funniest oh, people in austin oh, texas wow. and like, <laughs> wow. that's like one a step, step away <laughs> yeah. Rogan. oh yeah, yeah. that is that's really amazing yeah. Wow. Yeah, and when, I think he uh, he opened for Tony Hinchcliffe, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that, that to on me Instagram. Is huge. Oh, yeah, totally big time. Is, yeah. And, like, when he posts his, his stuff, he's, like, every day. Every night I'm doing Creek in the Cave or whatever. It's Yeah, he's got shows, like, fully booked. And if you look at unicorns. his YouTube channel, he puts... Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, is that the... Uh, the groups of things are unicorns. Oh, it's called a blessing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe group of unicorns. Yeah. Well, in fact. Do you know thought, what a group of flies is called? 
uh, swarm? A business. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also another one that I've read, uh, a group of pandas is called an embarrassment. Oh, wow. Like, really, yeah. Huh. So, I love anyways, pandas. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> but <laughs> a fact. blessing of unicorns. I never knew that one either. Wow. I've, I heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, but that the idea of unicorns came from people cutting off narwhal horns back in Norway and then selling them to like tourists mm-hmm. and telling them they are unicorn horns and then no one had ever seen a unicorn, but they see these big horns that no animals have. Yeah. So that's where the idea of it came from is they would like show paintings and pictures, but there wasn't pictures back then. Of course. So yeah. they just lied and made this big <laughs> thing. Oh, wow. Who knows if that's true, you know? Jeez. That seems like it could be. It could be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least one one old businessman maybe tried it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. So let's see. We talked about comedians here. Uh, What uh, you have shows coming up? Yeah, I have. uh, I just got asked to do the comedian of the month, the Boise comedian of the month show. Yeah, it's like a a competition. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be Mad Sweet downtown uh, on the thirtieth of January. Uh, I'm not sure what time it's at yet. Maybe seven. Oh, Eleven days. Eleven days away. Cool. And uh, I also have that show coming up in Medford that I was talking about. Oh, awesome. uh, that's on February 9th. It's at the Ghost Light Mystery Cafe. Oh, awesome. And then uh, Caden McKnight's coming with me. And since it's a road trip, we're going to try to maybe do uh, like a Helium open mic in Portland yes. or, or some nice. other open mics, maybe in Eugene or something yeah, on the way cool. there. I, I reached out to a couple of different places, but a lot of comedy is still shut down in, in really? Oregon. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And open mics are getting shut down there, too, a lot. Like uh, the guy who, who booked me for that show in Medford, he's been in touch a couple different times saying, you know, I'm not sure, you know, it's looking like this. And then will message me a, a week later, okay, everyone's back open again, you know. So they're kind of still flip-flopping on stuff like that. But they just got a bunch of money to redo their uh, – theater there that same oh, venue okay. so they're definitely trying to get more shows of course, of <laughs> course. it's just whether or not the the local is area so is keeping places open yeah, yeah exactly. so rough on comedy yeah just small business yeah. too in general yeah. yeah it's been all screwed up yeah we were we were so grateful when it started coming back like yeah really see comedy live i mean zoom is one thing yeah and if that's all you have it's yeah. okay. Yeah, that's what you I've do. actually yeah. never tried the the Zoom oh, you stuff. Uh-uh. Oh, well, I've I've been on like Zoom calls, but I've never mm-hmm. tried Zoom comedy. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's part of the reason why when you guys were asking me to do the podcast, do wanna... I was like, I, I would rather do it in person because yeah. I don't yeah. want to try the Zoom yeah. thing for the first yeah. time yeah. on yeah. you guys' show. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> plus, I I definitely vibe better with people like in person yeah. Yeah. if it can be, and plus. Who knows how long, you know, we'll be in between the different, you know. Uh, variants. Variants and changes of what you can and can't do. Correct. So if there's an opportunity to yeah. get it live, you know, then you might Isn't as well do funny? it. Yeah, yeah it changed exactly. us in that way. Yeah, it's crazy. Jake's a very talented artist. Can you ask him about how he learned to draw? Uh, yeah, I do a lot of uh, uh, artwork, different types of artwork. Yeah. But how I most, like got into drawing was actually doing graffiti oh cool! yeah so i was i would paint and stuff like that and then you know when i couldn't paint i would just draw like they call it in graffiti they call it a black book where you just like draw different 
uh, letters and graffiti styles mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know. And the so, block lettering. Yeah, and, and I tried different styles of that and stuff, and uh, that's all I ever drew for, like, a couple years when I very first got into artwork. But over time, that made me, like, really like doing artwork, and now mm-hmm. I can do, like, full portraits, like, photorealism. Oh, wow. I do flowers oh, wow. and oh, stuff. Cool. I've tried to do uh, tattooing. Oh, I was just going to ask yeah. that. Seems perfect. Yeah. Oh, and I'd really love to get good at tattooing, but mm-hmm. I've never done an apprenticeship or anything, so yeah. I just kind of, like, mess around. I have a mm-hmm. bunch of terrible tattoos on my legs to... Uh, that you gave to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> to <laughs> test to that. My knuckle tattoos. You I ran out of friends. Oh, you did the, I was... I was what, you did say? It's a, it says overcome. But oh, you did okay. that? Oh yeah. And so I had to do... I'm not ambidextrous, so I yeah. had to do one with the left hand, too. Oh, God. And then this tattoo I did on my wrist, too. Oh, wow. It's for a friend of mine that passed away. Oh. Ah. Yeah. That's okay. rough, though. Yeah. So are you into Banksy at all? Yeah. Yeah. So, have you time. seen his stuff in Park City? Uh, so Utah? I, I haven't seen it in person. Oh, you got to yeah. go. <laughs> Lindsay Martz said... Or come or over. Come over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of artwork around, especially in my garage. Oh, oh nice. I try to, like, display it up and stuff because then it will motivate me to draw oh, more cool. stuff or maybe inspire me from something that I previously drawed to, like, do a new idea of it. Yeah. 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 Wow. I think the Banksy stuff is cool. Just the secret part of it. And then yeah. The, yeah. You know. We actually, uh, we went to uh, Park City in Utah. And we've seen show. three yeah. of his uh, uh, yeah, murals there. there. Yeah. And yeah. he always has like a really original way of doing things. Like yeah. that's what yes. got him in the first place to go on like the world stage is ha- how he let take a concept and then completely reinvent He's it. Making a mm. statement. Have you seen that one painting that... Uh, is in a box and then it uh shredded. So, yeah, yeah. shredded. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was crazy. <laughs> After someone yeah. bought it for like millions of yeah. dollars yeah. and just shredded. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you ever so, spray paint on trains? Yeah. Oh you yeah. did? When I lived in uh Eugene, Oregon, I was actually part of a graffiti crew and we would go uh, to the so train. You guys yard. Are what was your crew? tag so, name? Uh Token. Token. Okay. Yeah. Or sometimes I'll do Toasty. Toasted, okay. huh? like That's toasted marshmallows with us. You and didn't I even have, know. And I have uh, <laughs> in my garage from back when I lived in Oregon, I have like a fishing tackle box that has a bunch of markers in it from when I used to make my own markers to do like signs and stuff like that. Yeah. And it says toasty on the outside oh, of it funny. in a bunch of different styles because oh, that's wow. the name that I was doing at the time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's well, been years it since it I was did the graffiti thing, that you were thing, supposed to be on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's been when years. I, yeah, since I did the graffiti thing, occasionally I'll try, uh, you know, something at home. But as far as spray painting, I quit doing it a long time ago because uh, I kind of got obsessed with it. And I was going, like I, like I said, I was in that uh, graffiti crew and we were going out every night. And when you're doing trains and stuff, it's illegal and you can't, right. you can't do uh, brick walls and stuff like that that aren't, uh, if you don't have permission. And so I'm doing that all the time, every night. And then I had a li- we lived in like a townhouse, and I have a little shed outside that I filled completely with shelves that were completely full of spray oh paint gosh. cans, like by wow. the case. And my wife went out there to get something before and was like, I think you might be taking this a little too yeah, far. problem. She's always been supportive of my art, though. She went spray painting with me before. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Nice. It sounds like you're an all-in kind of person. Yeah. Like if, yeah. 
Yeah. He really likes something. Okay, so (laughs) Jeff Gunn said, tell him the Cosby joke. And I know the Cosby joke already because I watched the Norman special and I saw your post about it. Yeah. And this joke about, you know, who hates woke people the most. (laughs) Yes. Oh, is this the one where Norman... Did Norman, uh, yeah, and then uh, you had tweeted same. it a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, so I, I, I a, a lot of times, so I kind of quit doing this, actually, but a lot of times when I come up with just a one-liner, I'll put it on Twitter right away mm-hmm. so then I can get two things out of it. I can kind of see, like, get a feel for how people are going to react to it. And mm-hmm. if they're, you know, Twitter's super negative. Yeah. So if yeah. there's going to be a negative reaction, I'll get It'll it there, yeah. you know, yeah. so I can tell if there's going to be blowback on it. And then also it gives you a time and date stamp of like i came up with this joke just now so if you see it later on it's mine like or at least i know because i can't keep anything in my head as far as the timeline goes at least i know i didn't hear it on something and then inadvertently be like oh i'm gonna use that yeah so it's a way for me to kind of check myself too and look back and go wait did i maybe hear that and I'm just thinking like I'm funnier than I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah I but, but so. But you heard Norman do it on stand-ups? Yeah, the stand-ups uh, thing that just came out yeah. in December yeah, on uh, wow. on Netflix, yeah. But then somebody else online had said that they heard him say it on a, a podcast sometime oh. too. Mm-hmm. And and then I got into a few discussions with because uh, I'm pretty new to comedy so I'm always looking for advice and stuff and I got into a few discussions with comics who've been doing it a long time and they said topical jokes a lot of times it's like there's only so many angles that you can go at it yeah. and so how I kind of am looking at that situation now and I've had a, a similar situation happen on Twitter before too mm-hmm. is that if a pro like him is using that same line and then I come up with the same line, Mm -hmm. then at least my mind frame is in that like same area, same level of what can I do to make this terrible situation funny in 10 words? Right. You know? Yeah. Is that the, is 10 words a thing? Uh, no, I was just Uh, as short as possible, you know, because Norm does that same style. Like, Mm -hmm. or, or I don't, I don't know why I said, Mark Norm. Norman. Mark Not Norman. Norman. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't know why I mix those two up. Uh, Norm McDonald's hilarious was yeah. hilarious yeah. in his own way. Yeah. So sad. Gosh. Yeah. And now Bob Saget. Bob yeah. Saget. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Brandy Martin said the dad my the my dad can't read joke. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do it's, all your jokes yeah. here. You know? It's uh, <laughs> it, that one's kind of a long story joke. It's like oh. three or four minutes long. Too. Oh, okay. But the basis of it is that when we were little kids, which my sister she knows is the true joke is that my dad used to tell us that he didn't know how to read, oh, so he wouldn't have to read us stories. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. When did you guys figure out that your dad actually could read? Uh, so I figured out that my dad could read. I don't know personally how each of the other kids figured it out, but when we were at Taco Bell, because I'm standing there and we're looking at the menu, you know, and I can't read the menu, but it has all the pictures. And so he's, you know, like, Hey, what do you want? And I, I, I point at what I want. And then my dad's kind of a redneck, you know, he's got like a redneck accent. So he's saying, Oh, can I get a chewy lupa? (laughs) And I'm like, well, he can't even pronounce that word. So how did he know from the picture that that's what it's called? If he can't read, because you can tell someone mispronouncing something if they're reading it, you know? 
and then so uh taco bell gave it away yeah that that gave it away well and then also handwriting you know if you notice that he's writing stuff down it's like how can you write if you can't read like doesn't really work out yeah (laughs) got him out of the stories well and, and uh when you're real little is when you want the stories the yeah. most, you know, so it takes yeah. you a while to figure out you can't read. And then by that time, you're just like, ah, I'm not trying to get you to read me a bedtime <laughs> yeah. story. Like, I'm 25. Yeah. <laughs> just watching porn on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Or listening fun. to uh, those whis- whisper uh, voiceovers oh, of the gosh. books. <laughs> whisper voiceovers? Isn't that what I did in the non-release podcast? Is it the... The thing that Bert did, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where oh, I don't know this. What? Where they're just—it's like, a, I mean, it's just like uh, super. Yeah, do I forget, you enjoy I forget it? what it's, it's called. Yeah, but it's no. I, it's I, a, I think it sound it sounds uh, similar to like the hair standing up on the back of your neck, or like if someone's too close yeah, behind you. Yeah, it's a creepy vibe to me. They do the whole entire thing like as if they were just right behind. You, yeah, and you can hear every lip smack. What is it supposed to be like an AMSR type? Yeah, of thing? that's, oh, yeah. that's okay, what it is. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I'm on board. All right, let's get out of here. Any, oh, let's see. short version. Thank you, thank oh, you, Brandy. Yeah. Yes, thanks for watching. <laughs> thank you guys all for coming and watching. Yes, yes thank everyone you so watched much. tonight. Way thank cool. you. It was great to see your comments and to respond to them yeah. so and thank you jake martin for being here tonight also in the studio. you are the best at liking and sharing, and sharing thank yes you. we uh-huh. really are grateful uh, we're yes. appreciative yeah yeah I definitely think, i'm always trying to promote anything amazing. that i'm involved in because i want more people to be able to yeah. see it and yeah. then anytime i meet people and i can like share their art and help support other yeah. people's ambitions then it, it helps grow everyone you yeah know, so. we have that same feeling like yeah, we just want to exactly. bump us all up yeah like everyone let's be in this together, together and yeah, yeah definitely yeah do awesome things uh, and be thank creative you. thank you brandy yes <laughs> you did a great great show awesome podcast yeah. thank you so all nice. thank you all right, we're getting out of here. Yes, I'm signing out. I'm signing off. I'm Chris Adams. I'm Wendy Mosier. Hashtag get toasted. Stay toasted. Thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much, Jake. Super nice getting to meet you.